Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 233 of Cognitive Dissonance, and this, I believe, is... A midweek show, Cecil. It is. It's a midweek show. It's <laughs> we we had five Mondays for June, so we only needed to do one midweek show. So this is it. We waited until then. We fucking procrastinated until the end of the month <laughs> to do a midweek show. It was nice just doing one show a week, though. I will admit that's some it, nice shit. It was. I it's you refreshing. know as somebody, I I feel like I feel like the one show a week format is less work. <laughs> You feel like it, but you wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I objectively, I can identify that because that's a numerically lower value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Common Core that, didn't fail you. Man. <laughs> that that must, in fact, yeah. yield a lower workload. Sure. Of course, my workload barely barely nudges. In fact, for this for this episode, because of our schedule alignment, I didn't even do the notes. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. So that worked out for me. <laughs> Not so much. You know, not, not so, so much, much for, for other parties yeah, in no. our organization, you know, but it's nice to see that we can all pull together right. as a team. As a team. <laughs> when one of us. And I'm just saying, folks, this month's Patreon, none yeah. of it goes to Tom. Oh, okay? that's fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the month to donate, folks. If you want quality entertainment brought to you by a qualified individual, this is your month to donate. I feel like my performance review this year is not going to go as well as I expected. (laughs) (laughs) Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. So this first story... Well, why are we leading with this story? <laughs> I don't know. This is the worst opening. Okay, this story comes from alternate.org. Ten-year-old uh, rape victim denied abortion. Why did I laugh? Uh, the horrific realities of abortion bans. And this isn't just the ten-year-old. This is a lot of different stories of, like, horror stories because people can't get abortions. Right. Um, and that's and that's really the thrust of the article is that um, these these laws don't actually lead to you know a reduction in abortion rates. Um, they just you know they cause um, horrifying side effects basically yep. because yep. you know women are still going to seek. Human beings have proven 
that we are endlessly inventive when it comes to getting the things we want or we need in order to push forward to the next thing, right? Sure. You know, like making drugs illegal did not get rid of the drugs. Making abortions illegal does not get rid of the abortions. No, never does. It the, never does. You know, making murder illegal didn't stop murder. It's human beings are endlessly inventive. Um, and unfortunately, when you've got a medical procedure like this, the stories that come out of that inevitable drive to, you know, you see a problem, you solve a fucking problem. But sometimes we don't solve the problem real well. You know, the opening story is about a 10-year-old, um, you don't have to say it, a 10-year-old rape victim. Of course she's a fucking rape victim. She's a, If she's a fucking 10-year-old who's pregnant, certainly a rape victim. Like, there's no way she could have consented to something. Who was denied an abortion? A fucking 10-year-old? And I thought, I can't think of a single circumstance where a 10-year-old should not have an abortion if she's right. pregnant, right? No, that's exactly it. That's, yeah, what... Yeah, when are you like, oh, hey, let's fucking get down the wine glasses and toast this thing. <laughs> right, right. Oh, go on your registry. It's all Pokemon cards. Exactly. <laughs> if you buy her toys, though, at this age, she could just hand them down to the kid. <laughs> and that's not a long wait either, Tom. I the know. toy box will wait. I the know. Kid, the toys may still be in style at that point. <laughs> the batteries could still be fresh. If you get Legos, though, they're always in style. Yeah, because so, they're fucking stuck to the bottom of your feet. Yeah. That's why they're fucking in style, goddamn fucking landmines in your house. Fucking Legos. You know, somebody on our page posted something about, well, why not just go to another state? And, you know... There's a there, you know, going to another state is not always possible. And in, in the article, it says 58 percent of women in Georgia live in a county with no abortion provider. 58 percent of women. That's, you know, I mean, it's more than half right. of women in that in that state don't have access to abortions in their county. That's amazing. And, you know, we're so casual about. As, as like middle class people, I think we're very blase in America and very casual about things like, we'll just go to another state. We'll just travel yeah. a little. Yeah, just go. Yeah. You know, just hop in the car and drive if you need it. If it's that important, it's yeah. worth a, you know, a tank of gas. But, you know, there's so many people who don't have a car. They don't have access to a car. No one in their family has a car. That's a reality for a lot of people, a lot of people uh, in America. There are a tremendous number of people in America who've never left the city that they live in. Sure. Much less the county, much less the state. Nor do a lot of people, unfortunately, have the financial means or the educational wherewithal to seek out help outside of what's in their immediate vicinity, especially when they're in desperate times. You know, a lot of this assumes, oh, I'll just go on the computer. Well, maybe you don't have one. Right. And I'll get on the internet. Well, Maybe you don't have internet. Not everybody has these luxuries. And I'll find out who else close to me has an abortion clinic, and then I'll hop in the car and I'll drive there. Could I do that? Sure. Could you do that? No problem. Could somebody living uh, in poverty do that? No. When you're in poverty and you have a shitty car that really only can get you back and forth to work reliably, that's kind of your only hope. Yeah. It's not like you can just get in your car and say, oh, well, I'm just going to go to the next state in this car that barely takes me to and from my place of employment. There's, there, you can't expect people to do that. And, and you know, the other thing that I think is, is really disturbing is that we are creating these horrors by making these laws. You know, if you were just to say, okay, 
we're going to put in uh, abortion clinics, give it so people have ready access to uh, abortion procedures whenever they need them. Your abortion rates for these horrific things that happen, whether it's the mother who's getting into massive trouble because she's taking some crazy amount of drugs to try to abort the fetus or trying to jump downstairs and land on her goddamn stomach like a slip and slide or like, you know, all the horrific things that happen because of this. The baby, you know, partially dies or gets fucked up really hardcore or like she partially has it and she has to throw it in a dumpster. All those things can be avoided. All the horrors that we're making can be avoided by just providing good medical care and then it's just a lump of cells when it happens then it's just a tiny lump of cells and there's not a fucking there's no moral quandary about late-term abortions because it's just a tiny lump of cells we do the same thing we talk about this when we talk about euthanasia we do the same thing yeah you can commit suicide but you've got to do it in a really scary fucking way you got to stick a fucking gun up your nostrils in order to commit suicide right yep. the same thing goes exactly. with this. yeah you can get an abortion but it's really fucking scary yeah. yeah, you could fucking stick a goddamn, you know, coat hanger in there like you're playing the fucking crane game. But, you know, that's not a fucking preferred way to do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's like the fucking, like the claw just like reaches exactly. in and just slips and it reaches just, in and slips. It just take the uterus right out of there. <laughs> and do we really want, you know, the other thing, too, is what's the other alternative? Well, we, we force them to have the kid. Well, yeah, what we want is grudging parents. Yeah. Have you ever been in an argument with somebody like your wife and they go to clean the kitchen and they slam every goddamn thing in the kitchen <laughs> when they're doing it? Could you imagine raising a kid and your entire time you're pissed off? Yeah. So everything is like, I'm mad. I'm going to shake this fucking thing. Yeah. Do you want that? Do you want the child to even grow up in that environment? The thing is, is none of these people are rushing to stop children from being with parents that aren't going to love them or being in, in in poor homes with no help they're not rushing for that they're just rushing to stop the abortions you know and the, and these are the same assholes who by and large uh, uh, there's a huge correlation you know these are the same people who put roadblocks in place for contraception the one fucking thing. If you don't like abortions, then you should be so fucking pro-contraception. No it should kidding. be fucking ridiculous. No you should be fucking shooting fucking rubbers out of a goddamn t-shirt cannon exactly. mounted to your car. <laughs> they float down when you do that, too. They just float. It's just constantly like out of that thing. Just fucking rubbers just floating in the right. air nonstop. Right. You should be coating people in actual rubber at all times. But instead, these same people are like, oh, yeah. Contraception is against God's law, and you know, you know, just promotes wanton sexuality, and we should just do abstinence. And then also, if you get, so we won't teach you anything about sex or sexuality or the reality of how people can actually avoid, you know, some of these consequences of sexual action. And then, you know, later, we'll, when they inevitably get pregnant, we'll fucking slut shame them and abuse them and make them fucking get this fucking you know have this kid and then maybe give it up for adoption which is fucking tragic and sad and nobody fucking wins there or you know we will if they don't give it up for adoption fine then you know you can raise it but you have to hate it just a little bit all the yeah, time exactly like, oh, fucking yeah. why why this is none of this is a good <laughs> and then they put in weird fucking laws that it's you have to fill out a form and if you fill out this form and you say you're not feeling bad they slap you until you say you're feeling bad about it <laughs> right or they make you put in your like eye calendar when it's going to graduate high school and it's a reminder <laughs> for you that you have to remember 
Remember, it could have graduated high school today. Yeah, right. It's just like, okay, well, It would have been five today or whatever (laughs) the fuck. But they should put in, like, the real reminders of, like, raising kids. It's like, oh, your fucking eye calendar. Like, you're sitting around in your house that doesn't have kids in it, and your fucking, you know, phone goes off, and you look down, and it's a calendar reminder, and it's like, oh, your kid's not puking on your couch. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> look at that. I guess nobody's Your kid doesn't have a 104 degree fever today. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like, nice. Hey, you can go to work and give that big presentation on eight actual hours of sleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's that's amazing. Your phone should give you all kinds of fucking reminders about yeah. like like what it's like to have kids and what it's also like not to have kids. Like, oh, you know, it's Christmas. Buy yourself something nice. You've got the money. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is kids suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why my kids hopefully will never listen to the show. I love my kids-ish. Ish. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. It seems such a shame that George, for all his brains, could never accept the fact of God having any part in the universe. I'm so thankful that neither of you ever got to questioning things the way he did. This story is from The Guardian. Charleston shooting. Florist <laughs> Debbie Dills hailed a hero after <laughs> tailing... Debbie Dills. <laughs> Debbie Dills tailing. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's a different tailing. movie. Tailing is a new, new term I haven't heard before, Tom. <laughs> well, it involves pretty much what you expect. It sounds <laughs> hypersexual, though. <laughs> You stick a wand with a little bit of horse hair up there. <laughs> when you when you mount, she has to whinny. Oh, she has to wear a bit the whole time. There's a bag of oats she's got to stick her face in. It's just a little tailing. Don't worry about it. Uh, God, you want a sugar cube, girl? You want a sugar cube? How about a carrot? Uh, she just every now and again reaches around and randomly bites you because. <laughs> <laughs> Horses are assholes. Oh, they totally you know, are, man. If you fall off mid-stroke, you could be paralyzed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Charleston shooting. Florist Debbie Dills hailed a hero after tailing suspects' cars. So after the asshole shot up the fucking church and then, you know, drove away, killed nine people, drove away, got a couple hundred miles away, fucking Debbie Dills uh, followed, followed this guy because uh, she had a real bad feeling about it. And then later, uh, their fucking quote is fucking balls. That's this the is, only part of this that's worth talking about. I know, about. so I gotta read this quote. This quote is so great. It was God who made this happen, she said of the credit she received. It don't have nothing to do with Debbie. It don't have nothing to do with Todd. It's all about him. He answered the prayers of those people oh, no. who were praying in Charleston last night, who were holding hands and praying. He raised nine people from the dead? Yeah. Do, do you think that while the shooting was going on, none of the people in that church were praying for their lives? Yeah, right, right. There are people in a church being yeah. shot at. Yeah. It is almost fucking certain that they were praying for their lives. Oh, God, no. God's just like, well, I got to wait till he gets away <laughs> so I can give his license plate number to Debbie. If I didn't make bad things happen, then we wouldn't know that I was the cause of the bad things being rectified. <laughs> Come on now, it's use like, your nugget. <laughs> it's like it's like this. You ever have like one of them real bad 
Twister storms, think y'all call them tornadoes. Y'all rips you, kills like everybody in the whole mobile park. But then later, I put a little rainbow out there. Just so you know, I says hi. I saved Mrs. Wilson's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I like that God made it happen. God is the one who, who helped tail the car. What did he spend his early years as a private eye? <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to not how to not be noticed when I'm tailing people now, Debbie. Watch what I'm doing here. Now it's it's even easier when you don't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> you see, because I'm invisible. I got Wonder Woman's car. <laughs> like whatever, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what a dumbass car she'd be floating in the air. <laughs> just, just, it was crazy. She needed her jet, and you'd just be like, "What the fuck?" Just they could see you, right? <laughs> What? You're not invisible. What? The jet is invisible. <laughs> also, you fly really weird because you're sitting down. You're not like Superman. I, wouldn't you, if you were designing an invisible jet, first of all, that seems really hard to draw the blueprints for. But if you were designing <laughs> Also, it seems really hard to put together. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it. How many times have you been building something and you drop a fucking screw and it's you like super hard to You have to put it together to in like a pink viscous fluid, you know, <laughs> just so you could... Put all the pieces together. Maybe building an invisible jet is like painting your ceiling with that purple white paint. Like it goes on purple, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and as then it dries, it light exactly. Yeah, just, but this is like it goes yeah. on metal, but then as it dries, it's it turns invisible. invisible. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just invisible paint. We're probably being ridiculous. We're overthinking this. Overthinking. We're overthinking Wonder Woman's <laughs> mode of transportation. <laughs> maybe Tom. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not often accused of overthinking. I will say, too, like, uh, of her quote, why did she refer to herself in the third person? I don't know. Dude, that's so weird. She sounds like fucking Bob Dole. Yeah. Bob Dole doesn't follow people around. (laughs) You're all sick. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. This story is terrific. This comes from The Independent. Uh, Pastor Rick Scarborough is willing to be burned to death to oppose gay marriage. This is Rick Scarborough on National Emergency (laughs) Coalition Show. (laughs) (laughs) This is is a podcast, by the way, linked to uh, staying true to America's national destiny. Stand. 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 (laughs) So So this is only 44 seconds of Rick Scarborough. Uh, these folks uh, send in their activists uh, with their lawyers when they find there's a Christian who's principled and not willing to participate in any kind of sanctioning of same-sex marriage, and, and, and they sue them until they go into bankruptcy. Uh, in fact, the New Mexico Supreme Court, in ruling on the case there, said that, that uh, participating in the sanction of same-sex marriage was the, quote, price of citizenship in the United States. So we, we that we know uh, what's coming, and uh, we're simply being preemptive and saying, no matter what the cost, we, we understand and we weigh the cost. We are not going to bow. We're not going to bend. And if necessary, we will burn. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> They're going to burn, Tom. Yeah, but the best part is the caveat of if necessary. Right. Nobody... Right. Nobody is suggesting that that's necessary. Well, no, he also said this This clip cuts off, but he also said he would fight a Tyrannosaurus Rex, too. <laughs> would, he would yeah. fight a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He would punch an asteroid right out of the sky. 
<laughs> right? I would eat a live dodo. Sure. And other things that will never fucking happen. He right? would eat a million loaves of invisible bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. You know, it's like, I'm not going to, I'm. you know, you don't have to be set on fire because there's literally nobody's going to set you on. Is he going to immolate himself like a fucking monk? It's not like, it's not like there's a tank rolling down Tiananmen Square to stand in front of here, right? This is, this is an issue of, uh, you know, tolerance and what we're going to allow to happen in our culture. There's no oppressive regime offering violence as the other alternative. So, you know, and that's why it's totally incomparable to the, to the uh, civil rights movement on, on the opposition side, right? Because the civil rights movement, like, if, if you were a, a black person and you were doing, like, a sit-in uh, at a lunch counter or you were protesting, the cops would fucking show up with fucking fire hoses and dogs and bad attitudes and they'd fucking whoop your ass and then throw you in jail. So you had to be willing in order to be on that side of the argument, you had to be willing to endure a certain amount of fear and danger and possibly physical duress, right? But there's nothing comparable here. If gay people get married and you really aggressively oppose that, I still don't understand how you can be like, I'm willing to be set on fire to oppose that. <laughs> I'm willing to ride a luck dragon. Right? If there's a luck dragon, I will ride it. You find me a luck dragon, I will ride it without I, even a saddle. I, oh. I will duel the six-fingered man to the death. <laughs> right. If you find him. Right. Get All of these things, none of these things will happen. Yeah. Okay. He just can make anything up. And he can make up. He can, and they do. They make up all these things constantly to show, look at what I'm willing. Look at how far I'm willing to go. Look at how far I'm willing to look at how staunch my stance is on this particular issue. You cannot move me even with the threat of death. You, it, don't pay attention that no one is threatening death, that no one even cares that you don't like gay marriage. I'll tell but you when I'm you're willing to you're willing to incite the people who follow you by saying look at how far i'm willing to go look at how great i am i'm willing to put my life on the line even though there's no risk of my life whatsoever but here's when i'll believe it cecil because there is there is a scenario where i would believe this i just thought if if a gay couple goes to a bakery and they order a cake that has you know two dudes on the top of it or something and the baker sets himself on fire in front of his bakery in protest. I would be like, okay, all right. You know, that's a guy who was true to his word. Okay, you I know? guess. But I would also say that guy's kind of unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's totally unnecessary to accomplish it nothing. Like, it seems like what you'd want to do is go to a trade school and learn a new trade. Right? Just be like, well, I guess cakes aren't going to be my thing. Yeah. You know? Or just rename your shop. Like, Bigoted cakes. <laughs> yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay away from cakes. I'm not going to start a floor shop. I'm going to stay away from photography. And I'm going to stay out of the wedding chapel business. Yeah, right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get a job doing something that's completely non-wedding related. Couldn't you just decorate your bigot shop with symbols of bigotry? Like, couldn't you just have, like, you know, Bibles in there or something? Yeah. You know? <laughs> just something really offensive. A long black cock, long black cock. A long black 
This story comes from the Daily Dot. Muslims are accusing a gymnast of showing the shape of her vagina in her leotard. So this is a Malaysian gymnast. I'm as surprised as you. <laughs> <laughs> Who competed? Her name is uh, Farah Ann Abdul Hadi. She competed at the 2015 Southeast Asian Games. Um, and she wore, like, the thing that you wear, the leotard thing, that all gymnasts, like female gymnasts, wear the fucking leotard thing, and male gymnasts wear the fucking unitard thing, and that's a thing. Are they a singlet? Is it a singlet or a unitard? I don't know. I don't know, I know either. I don't. I, weren't you a fucking gymnast? Yeah. Never. <laughs> I was. I was the mat that they landed on. <laughs> I'm like the entire foam pit. Yeah, like, exactly. A- I'm the. I'm the. I'm like the. I'm like what they lay out when the 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 pole vaulters or whatever come out right. to land in like, that big cushy thing they land on that's me i'm like you know like when the when the motocross guys are practicing a stunt and they yeah. land <laughs> like on like the giant inflatable exactly. pillow thing or whatever exactly yeah they're like oh we'll just get one of tom yeah we can run three courses today great all you gotta no do problem. is buy him a six-pack and tell him to lay down yeah <laughs> i'll make it halfway through there and i'll be laying down anyway yeah. So according to the Malay Mail Online, Muslims are taking to various social media channels and they're criticizing Hadi for showing her orat. That's a new word I'm going to use frequently. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a brand of car. It's the Mitsubishi orat, isn't that? <laughs> so, it, you know, it turns out, I guess, Muslims hate camel toe. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Which is crazy because doesn't it come from Arab countries, camel toe? <laughs> it's, named, it's named appropriately. <laughs> it is. Come on. They're mad at her vagymnist is what they're mad at. <laughs> I like that they call – I had to look up what a rot is. And it says roughly translated as genitalia or other parts that should be covered. But they also – on Wikipedia, they call it intimate parts. Ooh. So you're intimate. I, I, like, are we talking about like my dewadnum? Is that an intimate part? <laughs> well, if you're a Muslim woman – Aren't your is intimate parts literally everything but it's your like two eyes? It's like all of the parts. It's all of the parts except for the eyes right. and the eyelashes and the eyebrows. That's, That's it. it. And actually, if you're wearing one of those like super burkas that has like the fucking oh yeah, the veil or whatever the, in there, yeah, yeah, where you don't even get to see the eyes, so you're, you've gone full Casper. Yeah. It's- <laughs> what do they want her to do, dude? I don't know. Wear some sort of full burka thing, then she'd really look like a ninja. <laughs> she would have doing to doing throw- flips and shit. She'd be like. <laughs> Doing all kinds of flips in that thing. If she doesn't have a katana strap to her back, if she if she if she sticks the landing and like throws fucking shuriken out exactly. like and like nails two of the judges, <laughs> she like uses the grappling hook as part of her routine. <laughs> it's just like the floor routine has nunchucks in it now. She kills one of the judges from behind, <laughs> throws a smoke bomb, and disappears. It disappears at the end of her routine. Everybody's looking around holding numbers like, oh, man. I gave you a 10. I gave you a 10. Please don't kill don't me. Kill, Please, I don't, don't, kill I me. Please live. don't kill me. You know, I was at the pool the other day, see, so I went to a water park with my, my family and there were uh, a couple of uh, women at the pool who were wearing the fucking burkini thing. No kidding. Yeah, I, I was going to take a picture, but that struck me as horrifyingly That's bad a surreptitious photo of burkinis. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a thing that you could get beat up for. I feel like that's probably a truth yeah. so i did not it also just seemed like it was a horrifyingly bad taste to just oh yeah it would have been a terrible you case, know yeah but it was sort of like like how are you having any fun first of all going swimming is the only time it's okay to walk around in your fucking underpants outside 
Right. And everybody's just cool with it today. It's, it's like all of a sudden we're just okay. Everybody's just going to wear their underpants today. And you're just like, cool, underpants day. You know, like it's for no reason. Here's me and my underpants. Oh, yeah. And we're wet. So it's fine. But these poor, like, they're, it's fucking hot. It's like 85 degrees out. It's fucking humid as shit. They're covered fucking head to toe, dude. And they're in the water, but it's like it looks super fucking heavy. Like, it's all made out of cotton. So I was just like, that's got to soak up all the water. Yeah. All gotta the be water. Got to be a good swimmer. Yeah, man. I mean, they were in the kid's pool. They were, like, wading around in the kid's pool because I think that's an issue. Like, I think if you yeah. went into a pool where you had to swim, you'd be like, I'm fucking swimming in blue jeans, man. That's not a thing. I like the response, though. I guess the the um, the minister the, uh, for youth and sports, uh, it says, I'm going to read the tweet. It says, in gymnastics, Pharaoh wowed the judges and brought home the gold. In her deeds, only the almighty judges her, not you. Leave our athletes alone. Basically calling them, and then there's one point where somebody's calling them like a, like a pervert. Like, you're the one who's bringing this to the table. Yeah, it's I not anybody else. It's you who's bringing this, these dirty thoughts to the table. She's just a, she's just a girl. Yep. You're the one who's looking at her lustfully. Yep. It's not her who's dressing in a way that's going to, that's, that's somehow tempting. Well, and her response I thought was actually quite poetic and awesome. She said, empty cans make the most noise. I like that too. Dude, yeah. that's fucking awesome. That's a shut-the-fuck-up moment, if ever there was one. This story's so fucking pathetic. This story comes from the Friendly Atheist blogs at Patheos. Christian evangelist raising money to give Bibles to starving, homeless Iraqi refugees. Huh. <clears throat> so, um, fucking Christian evangelist and Repent America director Michael Markiewicz um, is raising money because he's going to send some fucking Bibles to Iraq. His project is called Bibles for Iraq. <laughs> right? So you know exactly what they're getting. Right? He's just he's going to fucking ship him some Bibles. So a bunch it's of not, fucking... It's not Bibles and sandwiches for Iraq. Right. It's, yeah. it's not like Bibles and tents. Yeah. You know, or Bibles and first aid kits. It's just fucking Bibbles. Like, here's your Bibble, guys. Fucking, I would, if fucking, if you, if, if I'm fucking starving and in a fucking shitty refugee camp and struggling to fucking keep myself and my family alive, I'd burn that fucking book out of spite. Yeah, no kidding. I would burn it even though I don't need to burn anything in the fucking and, hot desert for heat. And also, you're looking at, uh, in Iraq, you're looking at a place that could feasibly, you know, these people could wind up being uh again overrun by uh islamic militants what happens if you have a bible on you oh, what if right. you leave the camp with that bible and you happen to have it with you dude nightmare fuel and exactly th- and this fucking asshole even acknowledges he says quote this is his fucking quote as most refugees are illiterate and then who cares what else he says so so here's homeless starving people receiving a book they can't read that puts their lives in increased danger. You're not even sending them something useless. You're actually making their lives objectively worse by sending them this no book. No kidding. You may as well send them a picture of fucking your running water. Yeah. You know, or your fucking... I should just take them a fucking picture of myself, like like a fucking selfie, like eating fucking chicken wings. I'm, like, I'm right. not even hungry, is the caption. <laughs> Or like your your peaceful street at night. It's just a peaceful street. No, there's there's no explosions right now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, what's that I hear? 
nothing but the sounds of beautiful nature and the scenic yeah. Yeah. Like, how much more could you fucking rub it in their face? Be like, I'm sending you this Bible. I will have you know I filled the fourth bedroom of my house full of Bibles. You know why? It's an extra bedroom. We all get one <laughs> exactly. and there's an extra we don't even fucking use. We don't even use it. It's just yeah. a fucking superfluous goddamn room. How's your fucking tent in the desert? Yeah. Fucking what an asshole How's thing your to rations? Do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I the he even I don't even understand how you can do this. You just you you give them a bunch of Bibles. You're not even give them like Ziploc bags filled with hope and love of the Lord. <laughs> that and a thing of Smarties. Yeah, you know something. <laughs> Smarties. Can't you? This is this is they worse. They all get a free lollipop <laughs> like they're visiting the dentist. This is worse than like the candy drives for soldiers after Halloween, where everybody donates the worst candy. Where it's like, oh, yeah, here's fucking like a bunch of dum dums and then those weird peanut butter things that nobody yeah. eats. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those fucking yeah, no. red and orange things. Oh, great! Here's waxy chocolate. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google Plus, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This story comes from the Barrier Breaker blog at Patheos. Westboro Baptist Church says God sent the Charleston shooter and plans to pick at the funeral. Yeah, they're pl- they are picketing the funeral, but I think the media got it wrong. They're going down there with signs that say "God hates Confederate flags." I think. <laughs> is what it's okay, I'm kidding. They're not oh, doing God. That. Um, it's just like this. This is just a terrible group of human beings. That's just what it is. They've got a video though of like somebody doing, somebody the, Charleston. doing the Charleston. Like they're yeah. trying to be like, like, like that's as that's as mean. That's about as mean as you can get. And then they've got a sign with fucking bloody handprints, you know, it says God sent the killer. That really is. I mean, they are degenerates, but the Charleston thing and, and the music, I'm going to play a clip of the music here. It's a vine. So that's the music that plays with it. It's fucking just, I, you know. We've done some really low-class jokes. Oh, yeah. We've done some really low-brow things. Yeah, we'll do more. And we'll continue to do them, but I I can't look at this. The thing is, is like, like, I can look at this and say, maybe somebody wanted to try to be funny, but I can't find any humor in that right now. It's so mean. And then, and then what they say, like in one of their fucking tweets... Is the blood of the Charleston shooting is shooting dead is on Hillary Clinton's hands? What the fuck does Hillary Clinton have to do with well, anything? Well, that's how she stays young. She takes the blood of all the dead people 
<laughs> just <laughs> bathes in it. She just bathes in the dead people blood, especially anybody who's been shot by assault rifles. Oh my god! <laughs> She's <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I do not think that this is going to go over well. Uh, no, no, they're not going to be received with fucking open arms. Didn't they try to? Did they protest the Newtown thing? Did they do the Newtown? Do you remember that? I thought they said they were going to, and then they, and then they didn't. didn't. Yeah. yeah. I think they would have been fucking torn limb from limb. I think I think that they could get torn limb from limb. I mean, a, a, a white church goes down to say that the God sent the shooter? Yeah. On a racially motivated attack? Dude. That's going to... Who the... Where is that going to play well? Yeah. Nowhere. Man, fucking nowhere is where it's going to fucking play well. It's, you know, at some point... And I don't wish this on them because, it, you know, it's their right to be assholes. But let's be super clear... They're the fucking worst excuses for quasi-human beings possible. This is mean and cruel and calculating to cause the maximum amount of emotional suffering. And there is going to come a time where they are going to become the victims of some pretty intense violence. I I really do think that they're going to push the wrong dude's buttons at some point. And that shit is not going to fly. Yeah, this is not a... It's just, it's just, the thing is, is like, I can understand if somebody's making a joke, right? I can understand if somebody's making light of a situation. You can even make light of this situation if you do it well, if you're funny about it. And you could be, you could be distasteful about it, but they're not trying to be funny. They're trying to be mean. And there's yeah. a difference yep. there. Yeah, there's a huge difference. It's not funny because I know their fucking intent and their intent is to hurt people's feelings. Yep. Their intent is to compound suffering as much as humanly possible. Yeah. That's, and they've proved that over and over and over again. They're the most degenerate people around. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Kevin Swanson, gay marriage will lead to the murder of Christians. This Swanson guy... This is the same guy who likes to call uh, gay marriage neuronic. So he's going to use that word throughout this piece. So this is Kevin Swanson, right-wing radio host uh, from his show, The Swanson Affair, or whatever it's called. I don't know. (laughs) The neuronic agenda, which is growing across the United States, at least two-thirds of the states and probably all the states, are moving in that direction right now. The Supreme Court decision coming down in just a few days or maybe a week or two will be indicative as to what direction this nation will take, whether or not Christians will be persecuted, whether Christians will be fined, whether they'll be put in jail in the next four or five years. Critical, critical issues right now affecting the Christian church. Why? Because of the rise of Nero. You say, well, what's the rise of Nero? The rise of Nero is the rise of... A, a, a ruler, a ruling, governing class that is supporting the idea of homosexual marriage, which was wait. So, like the corporations, yeah, is right. that the ruling the class? Ruling class is not a bunch of gay dudes. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that there's a there's a secret room. It's it except for it's not called a cabinet. It's a closet. <laughs> initially supported by Nero. He's the first one in history that we know of that endorsed homosexual marriage and then went on to torch Christians. Nero is never content to just do his homo thing. He's going to burn Christians. 
homosexuality is going to be in the closet or Christians will be in the fire. I wrote an article on this that was published in a Christian newspaper in Colorado in 1992. Shut the fuck up, dude. I wonder if the article that he wrote is any less fucking coherent (laughs) than that statement. Nero... Nero is never content to just do as a Nero's dead. <laughs> Super dead. We're not like it's not like like he's going to be fucking gay cloned and then fucking made you you know fucking emperor of America or something. He's dead, dude. <laughs> he's dead. He's not fucking in charge. Yeah. Who cares? I love the idea that he keeps everybody keeps saying these crazy things are going to be happening. That Christians are going to be burned and that people who are against gay marriage are going to be going through some sort of they're, – they're going to put their life on the line. And a yeah. lot of, no, they're oh, not. It's not going to happen, no. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Well, get, look at the states. Look at the fucking incredible impact that gay marriage has had on the states that have it. Clearly, there's been a rise – in Christian murders and burnings, right? I know. Yeah. In I mean, all those states, there's just been no instances. They're like of it. hanging people mm. with rainbow nooses. <laughs> long, long time wow. ago. That was well before the homosexual majority took over. And what? Homosexual majority? <laughs> what? Who? I don't even Who know what the, re- the homosexual. To that? When is when did they get a majority? A majority where? A majority of what? Yeah, like a like a majority, like in Congress. Like, where's the majority? And like a majority of of the five hundred plus people in Congress are now. You know what it gay? is? It's a majority. Of people don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, it's I a know. majority. Of people don't give a shit what somebody else does in their goddamn bedroom. Right. It's like I did a thing with my body. Awesome. Do you have orange Great. juice? Because I don't care. But I Who am thirsty. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Of course, America has turned to embrace homosexuality. In mass, in just the last ten years, it's the 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 most radical moral shift of all the moral issues in America. The most radical moral shift, according to a Gallup poll that came out just a couple of days ago, the most radical shift was in the area of support for homosexuality. Why? Because Nero is out of the closet, and Nero is hell bent to burn Christians. What? Is he talking about Cecil? I don't honestly even know what he's talking about. Nero's out of the closet. Nero has come out of the closet and he's fucking gay and dead. Was Nero was Nero a gay bar somewhere? <laughs> I I seriously, are you seriously talking about somebody who is so fucking dead that nobody fucking people barely remember who he is? Yeah, well, I mean, come on. Like, to be fair, he's only been dead for 2,000 years. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know? only a couple couple thousand yeah. years. So he could be he's, back anytime. Maybe he's still he's, good. He's still good. <laughs> maybe he's just <laughs> resting his eyes yeah. and his heart and his brain and, and also his, turned to dust. <laughs> all the rest of his tissues. <laughs> Is Nero like a gay demon? Is that what he's trying to do? I'm Nero, and I endorse homosexual marriage. This message brought to you by Nero. Long like dead emperor. He's <laughs> a gay demon with rainbow wings. <laughs> and endorse homosexual marriage. And I'm going to talk about this in a moment. Tony Campolo has finally come out in full support of Nero. He was not in support of Nero. Nero. He's it. not in support of Nero. He's in support He's in support of gay marriage. Well, that's Nero. Nero is the gay... <laughs> 
Here's the thing. Nero is just a metaphor for gay marriage, right? What I think they think is going to happen is, is, you know how when sometimes the pork gets tacked onto bills where you have – we're going to have a uh, a pipeline, but we're going to have to sell bacon at 50 cents a pound. <laughs> right, or, yeah, you know, right, like yeah. some weird thing that gets tacked on the bill or, oh, this is a property bill, but we also want to add a – uh, extra fine for workers in a in a construction zone if you hit a worker or something. There's like all this right. weird backhand sort of back uh, backroom deals that go on with these bills that they tax shit on. That's what he thinks is going to happen is that they're going to pass a gay marriage bill, but they're also going to pass a tack onto it somehow. You can burn Christians and you're fine. Well, even if you could, I still wouldn't want to. Right? You know, like <laughs> I think that's the other thing is that like. Even if, even if, even yeah. if, Cecil, there was a law that said, like, hey, man, if you want to just go burn a Christian, that's fine. I'd be like, I don't kill folks. Yeah, I don't I, do this. I don't do it especially horrifically for no reason. Yeah. So I'm going to pass. And actually, it turns out that if I'm the kind of person that kills people for and would actually get pleasure out of that, I'm also not dissuaded by the law. <laughs> You're before you have somebody tied up in your backyard. You've poured gasoline on them, and you're flipping through the law book just to see if it's legal. Well, it says is in, this uh, legal? Page three. Can you look this up on Google real quick? I just want to see if I can burn our neighbor alive. Is that okay? <laughs> Call the police. Just dial three one one. It's not an emergency. Fine. I can wait. Fine. So yeah. this is a dividing line for the good and the evil. That which is in favor of righteousness, that's which is in favor of Christ, and that's which is anti-Christ. It's the way the beast always works. Remember the woman writing on the beast. In Revelation 17, her cup was full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And, and that kind of sounds awesome. That sounds really awesome, actually. Yeah, I would. I would love to have a cup overflowing with fucking fornication. I, I'll I'm tell saying. you what, my cup it doesn't overflow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it's half empty. You know, I think there's a hole in the bottom of my cup. <laughs> uh, I'll have another cup. <laughs> <laughs> I finished all my fornication. Can I have another cup? I like my fornication like I like my coffee, black. <laughs> Would you like some more fornication? Eh, maybe all fifteen minutes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I gotta. I gotta let this settle. <laughs> I got. I just had a little fornication. I kind of want to get it. You know, tamped down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm not saying no. <laughs> I just want just, to be clear. Here, just leave the menu. Come back in a few minutes. <laughs> she was drunk with the blood of the saints. So remember, they come together, friends. Now, I'm not saying that this is the final. An ultimate application of Revelation 17. I believe it's something of an application we can draw. Here's a guy who thinks Revelations is a real thing, folks. Yeah, that's... Uh... Here's a guy who's looking at fucking verses of Revelation and saying, Oh, fuck, that's a real thing that we need to be afraid of. And, he, and he's talking about like how to interpret it into the modern day world to, to match his fucking worldview. Like, yeah. that's... He's not just deciding this is a bunch of fucking historical jibber-jab. Why? Because these powerful forces, these harlots that ride on beasts. <laughs> How do you talk to harlots that ride on beasts? He's talking about the Hell's Angels. Dude, I'm interested. I guess is what I'm saying. Harlots that ride on I'm beasts. I'm actually going to fucking, I'm buying that website. Harlots that ride on beasts.com. I'm renaming my penis the beast. Somebody's got to start Somebody, that website. That would be amazing. 
It should be full of just like And it should just be it should just be pornographic pictures of of women on different beasts. Right. Like here's a fucking naked woman on a pig. <laughs> like okay, again, I'm not saying no. <laughs> or a bunch of women tailing like we mentioned earlier. <laughs> that have such incredible power over the governments of men tend to embrace abominations and fornications and on the other hand are drunk with the blood of the saints none of that means anything it literally means nothing you are saying nothing you are just he is reading from a book and saying that it meant it that's fucking nothing dude blood of the saints what the fuck are you talking is that a kind of candy bar what is that i'm actually really curious about this in practical terms because don't you have to be dead to be made a saint it's like a fucking nightclub drink. Hey, can I get a Blood of the Saints? Is there any way I can get? <laughs> Don't you have That'll to? That'll be like... twenty six dollars. We only make those top shelf Blood of the Saints. <laughs> Fine. I am the harlot who rides on beasts, after all. Come on, can't you put some cheap vodka in there? <laughs> they love to persecute Christians, and they love their <laughs> sexual decadence at the same time. So this is the very essence of the most evil forces that have ever existed in the history of the world. As recorded in Revelation 17. So please understand that Nero is never content just to do his homo thing. He's got to torch Christians in his gardens. That is the dumbest thing we've ever listened to. Really? That is the dumbest thing I've ever... I'm fucking stupider (laughs) having listened to that. (laughs) And... I agree. (laughs) What a dipshit. That was three and a half minutes of fucking nothing. Can you believe that? Nothing. That was amazing. That's just somebody who is reading an old book and vaguely making references to nowadays. Yeah, it, it's it's so fucking weird and crazy that there are actual people who walk around and can operate microphones and presumably like vehicles and think like this. That dude's got an audience, man. Oh. Do you think his audience that, is bigger than our audience? That dude, that I don't know, but that dude's got an audience. That that, that guy has people who listen to him. He's on a, a little hate-filled station, and he and he broadcasts probably every day. W H A T hate. <laughs> That's actually just what. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! I bought the wrong call sign. <laughs> Everybody just listens and goes, what? What? It's actually appropriate in every direction. They say that I uh, make the contention that gays caused the Holocaust. This is wrong. I've been very clear in my writings and everything I've said that the Nazi Party is responsible for the Holocaust. But how did the Nazi Party come into being? The Nazi Party, ladies and gentlemen, was formed in a gay bar in Munich. And historians agree that... Hitler's earliest enforcers, the stormtroopers, the brown shirts, were almost without exception homosexuals. So it was homosexual thugs that helped Hitler to form the Nazi party. In other words, no homosexual thugs, no homosexual brown shirts, no homosexual stormtroopers, no Nazi party. So this story is from also from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Brian Fisher, if you're going to take down the Confederate flag, you should also remove the rainbow flag of the Gay Reich. Gay Reich. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, immediately man. my thought is like, well, I guess maybe when one flies over a state capital, we could have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, let's listen to what uh, Brian Fisher had to say on on his show, his radio program, uh, when talking about the Confederate flag. This is Brian Fisher from his show. If we are going to remove symbols of oppression from our culture, if we come to the point where we say, hey, any flag that represents bigotry, any flag that represents hatred, any flag that represents slavery or oppression needs to be removed, then I want to suggest to you that the next flag to go ought to be the rainbow flag of the gay Reich. The rainbow flag represents the homosexual lobby. It represents big gay. <laughs> how do you know how big, big it is? Big, big gay. That's like a gay bear bar, isn't it? Big gay. Big gay. Hey, big gay. How you doing, buddy? He's been watching the South Park movie, man. He, he thinks big he, gay L. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Leave him alone. Jeez. It represents big gay. Big gay. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing that you said that. You actually could have said anything that sounded oh. more fucking stupid until unless you turned into that fucking Kevin Swanson guy. Big gay. Big That's gay. Amazing. It represents what I'm calling for the first time today. I'm introducing a new term. The Gay Reich. They've got a flag, just like the Nazis had their flag. Well, thanks for that. Man, oh, good. He that introduced a new term. That seems like an appropriate term. Yeah, awesome, Shakespeare. Let me know when that one fucking <laughs> makes it into the fucking literary canon. It's going to go into the lexicon real soon. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying that they're Nazis. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the Nazis had a flag. The Confederates have a flag. Uh, the United States has a flag. And the gay lobby, big gay, the gay Gestapo, they've got a flag. I'm not saying they're Nazis. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're Nazis, but I'm using other terms to say that they're horrible. Yeah, I'm using other to terms compare to compare them to horrible conflate things. Conflate them to yeah. Nazis. So, yeah, I'm not saying that they're Nazis, but the SS big gay fucking strike force will begin their blitzkrieg at any moment. <laughs> Yeah, when they use the Blitzkrieg, though, they use a lot of lube. Yeah. There's <laughs> just a lot of lube. In a few minutes, he's gonna attack. He's, he's gonna uh, insinuate that they attack fucking Russia. You know, like I love that he's, he's saying Gestapo and, and Gestapo. That's German. That's Nazi Germany. Yeah, right. I'm not saying Nazi Germany. Nazi Germany. Yeah. Okay. All right. You said it though. And it's the rainbow flag. And I'm suggesting to you that that flag is a symbol of slavery and oppression, and bigotry, and prejudice, and bias. Because I'm making it up right now. Yes, that's the thing I'm, I'm saying. Because I'm saying it, and there's no fact, and no, there's no basis in truth whatsoever to that. So if we're going to go after symbols of oppression, we ought to make the rainbow flag the next target for removal in our culture. What a fucking fool. Golly. It's, nobody believes this shit, though. That's the thing is, here's what I think. Like, when you say, like, these guys have an audience, they do. They have an audience. and But their audience is similar to ours, Cecil, in that it's, like, his show is a preaching to the choir show, too. Like, he's not going to come. Nobody's going to come to Brian Fisher fucking undecided about something. That's true. And then walk away convinced. You know, yeah, you're never going to be walk, walking away convinced of Big Gay if you didn't believe in, in Big, Big Gay. gay. Yeah. yeah. Or if maybe you weren't just a little turned on by Big Gay. The bigger the better, <laughs> as it turns out. I love the big gay bearded ones. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, this uh, shorter episode of Cognitive Dissonance. We'll be back on Monday with another full episode. Uh, and we will leave you, as we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing, water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>